Welcome to the Motherhood Makeover Podcast. I'm your host, Kristen Faust, mom of two boys, certified nutrition coach and personal trainer. This podcast is for millennial moms who feel overwhelmed. I'm going to help you simplify taking care of yourself physically, emotionally, and spiritually so you can feel your best and love who you see in the mirror. So welcome. Hey, hey, hey. Okay, so tomorrow when this comes out is Thanksgiving and we are going to talk about three ways that you can enjoy, you can have a great holiday season and you do not have to be overwhelmed by stress or the chaos of it or doesn't have to ruin your joy or have you gain weight and all those things that we always think of like I feel like gaining weight is synonymous synonymous with the holidays and stress is synonymous with the holidays and it does not have to be that way so we are going to talk about three ways that you can take on yourself that will give you a joyful holiday season so let's go If you are new here, thank you, thank you, thank you for joining us here. I'm so happy to have you. And if you are a returning listener, I'm so glad that you came back another day and that I haven't scared you off yet. Um, (laughs) I haven't quite let out my wild side yet. So it'll probably start to come out as more episodes come out. So let's begin on what is the first one. So the first way that you are going to make your holiday season more joyful is your boundaries are your best friend. Now, we've talked about this before. If you don't set boundaries, it can seem very scary, overwhelming. You might have to stand up to people that you're not used to standing up to. That is okay. You have me. I'm cheering you on. You got this. You have a whole community of moms that are listening to this that are supporting you. And you may say, well, what's a boundary? How will it help me? A boundary could be if, let's say, your in-laws drive you nuts with all these requests and or and or demands that you have to do. And so and in, it could be your parents or your in-laws. You could set a boundary of, we are coming to Thanksgiving, but we will only come between two and four. So you, it might be a time range. You're setting a time range. It might be, we are coming to the holidays, but this topic is off limits. We won't talk about it. So it could be... Um, how you're choosing a parent. It could be your appearance. It could be your children's appearance. There's so many things, basically anything you don't want to talk about that you're not okay talking about. You can tell them this is not a topic for discussion. We will not be discussing this. And you can, of course, when you set boundaries, you can do it nicely. You don't have to be angry or rude. You can calmly do it and set the boundary. You just have to be prepared to uphold the boundary so that means if you said this topic was off, to- was not going to be discussed and someone brings it up, that may involve you leaving the room, you telling, reminding them that it's not to be discussed and you will not partake in this conversation. Um, those are probably the two biggest ones. If it really gets bad, you may have to set up the boundary or saying, well, I'm, we're going to leave the holiday early, the party early, the dinner early, because this topic is being discussed. And I said, it, I would not be here for it. Some people may get mad at you if you've never set boundaries before. That is a reality and it's okay. You know, even people when people get mad, especially fam- family members, you'll be okay. Remember, take a deep breath. You will be okay. You are making the best decisions for yourself and your family. 
Boundaries could also be gifts. If you really don't want, let's say a grandparent, your child's asking for an iPad, you don't want them to have an iPad, but the grandparent is saying, I'm going to get them an iPad that they really want. The boundary might be you are adamant with the grandparent that they do not get the iPad, that they are not going to buy that toy, get that item, spend that much money. There's boundaries around that as well. I mean, a boundary could honestly be that you aren't going to partake in pretending that Santa is real. That's a decision you have to make for your children and your family and be confident in that decision. These are the types of boundaries that you can set with your family. So number one, boundaries. And if you have a spouse, I highly suggest going over these boundaries, discussing them with your spouse, figuring out together as a team what the boundaries are for your family this holiday season because it's challenging if you're not on the same page because you could have one conversation with your parents and then your husband, your spouse, your wife has another conversation and they may not be on the same page and the message may come across differently. They may agree to something different. So that's why it's always good to discuss with your spouse and depending on the age of your kids and whether or not they understand, you can also discuss with them ahead of time. So let's say you're only going to do Thanksgiving for one hour because you're short on time or you're going to multiple Thanksgivings, you can tell your children ahead of time, okay, we're going to grandma and grandpa's. We're only staying for one hour and give them the details. So that way they don't feel blindsided when they're being told they have to leave all of a sudden. These are different ways that you can set boundaries in a healthy way to make your holiday season less stressful and feel less overwhelming. Number two, the big one, take care of yourself. It's so easy as moms in the holiday season to give, 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 give to everyone else. And then one, not take care of ourselves. And two, refuse to receive when people want to give to us. That could be allowing others to help. If we're hosting Thanksgiving, let's say, and your mother-in-law offers to come over and help you clean. I mean, let her. Some people love to clean. I personally kind of love to clean and organize. So if someone, if I offered that, I would honestly mean it. The the truth is most people don't offer something they don't want to do. For example, I really don't like green bean casserole. And if someone told me to cook it, well, I would never offer to cook green bean casserole for Thanksgiving. And if someone told me to cook green bean casserole, I'd tell them, um, no, I'm not going to cook it. I can cook something else. I'll cook a different veggie dish. So just remember that when people are offering help, they genuinely want to help. They want to do what you're, they're offering. It's hard to receive help because you and I, as moms, we're taught that we have to do it all. So remember that we're allowed to have help. This is where that it takes a village comes in. We can ask help. We can have that village bring it back, even if it's a little tiny town, little cottage, not an actual village. Be prepared to accept help receive that help, allow others to help. Maybe you need to ask for help as part of taking care of yourself. So you're giving, 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 you're hosting Thanksgiving and no one's offered to cook anything. You might have to say, hey, I really need help cooking X, Y, and Z. Who can help me? And then if no one says anything, you could even go as far as, okay, then let's purchase these sides from a restaurant or the grocery store pre-made or something. Let's split the bill sort of thing. So don't be afraid to ask for help. I mean, honestly, what's the worst that happens? Someone says no. You can then ask them if they say no, say, okay, I really need some help. Where where do you feel comfortable helping me? Or how do you want to help? 
because I really need it. I, the majority of people love to help. And if someone tells you no and they don't want to help, they're not a very nice person. And I don't know how much time you should be spending with them. And if it's like an Aunt Karen sort of, sort of situation where she has to be invited to the holiday, well, then get help from everyone else. And if it's just Aunt Karen coming over, well, don't invite Aunt Karen then. Don't bring her. And she's going to be a party pooper anyway. Another piece of taking care of yourself is making time for yourself, especially having kids. It's so easy to think we need to get all the gifts. We need to make the cookies. We need to make this holiday perfect for them. But they're not going to remember if something gets messed up. They're not going to remember it. They're just going to remember the joy, the happiness, the music, the Christmas movies, the smell of the cookies. I mean, it doesn't matter if they're store-bought like break-and-bake cookies or slice-and-bake or if they're homemade I mean, it doesn't matter. They just love the smell of cookies, you know? So if you don't want to do homemade cookies, just buy the store-bought dough or store-bought cookies. You know, do you do you as what's best for you and your family. And taking care of yourself might be that you, instead of doing cookie dough, have someone else make cookies with them. Maybe you have your gra- the grandma come over and make cookies with them because you have no interest in making cookies. And... Taking care of yourself means taking, still making sure you're taking time to have quiet time for yourself. Maybe it's journaling, having coffee, reading, taking a bath, getting, making sure you're moving your body. So going a walk, working out, eating healthy meals, and you're not just eating leftover cookie dough and cookie crumbs and leftover candy, and that you're actually eating real meals, no matter how stressful it gets, that you're somehow making time to fill your body with real food. Taking care of yourself could be getting sleep, even if you really want to stay up working on that Christmas gift or wrapping or doing something, you take the time to get some sleep and maybe wake up 30 minutes earlier instead. Just figuring out for you what helps you fill your own cup so you can continue to give. I think giving is great for the holidays and it's a wonderful season for that. I love giving during the holidays, but remember, if we don't fill our cup, if you don't fill your cup as a mother... You will empty it and then you won't have anything else to pour into others because your cup's empty. And so to be the best mom you can be in the holiday season, kids want their mom to be, they want to have a joyful experience. They don't care about it being perfect. If you're instead trying to make it perfect and you're stressed out and you're overwhelmed, you're more likely to snap at them. You're more likely to overreact at certain situations. And so taking care of yourself will allow you to show up as a more joyful mother and create those memories that I know we just all want to make for our children. Okay, and number three is a favorite one of mine. I think it's enjoy enjoy the holidays, holiday season without gaining weight. And yes, it is 1000% possible. And I'm actually setting out to prove it right now. I am working beginning, if you're not on my email list, I my Friday 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 Club. I am telling them all about get on that email list if you want in, sharing all the details on how I am paying attention, making conscious choices to what I'm eating so that I'm fueling my body, making healthy choices, moving my body, and still going to enjoy the holidays, have a glass of wine, do all these things, enjoy Thanksgiving without gaining weight. And hopefully because I have a lot of extra weight from pregnancy, hopefully even losing a little bit of weight. So 
get on that list if you want all the deets on that because I'm going to be sharing everything, sharing my whole journey, things I experience. So how do you enjoy the holidays without gaining weight? I saw this on social media. I don't know. There was no one. I don't know who actually originally wrote it, but it counted out the meals from November 1st through the end of the year. There are 183 meals if you're eating three meals a day, breakfast, lunch, dinner. And giving about five holiday parties and two meals on Thanksgiving and two meals on Christmas Eve and Christmas, I think it said, well, it was a total of 14 meals. So 14 out of 183 meals is only 7% of the rest of the year. And you could go ham, eat anything you wanted, eat the whole table, those 14 meals, and you would not gain weight. So this whole idea that we have to gain weight during the holiday season if we want to enjoy it, that it's like an inevitable inevitable thing, is a lie that someone's told you, that you've told yourself. It's just not true. I think part of it as mothers, it's when you feel that overwhelm, when you feel that stress, it's so much easier to lean into the glass of wine at the end of the day, lean into the holiday cookies, the holiday candy that may be around the house at the office. They're just all around you. And it's just easy to make it to reason like, oh, it's just one cookie. And then we all know if you're stressed out, one cookie turns into two, turns into three. And then by that point, you're like, well, screw it. I've already had three cookies. I might as well just like eat whatever I want the rest of the day. And then when you do that day after day through the holiday season, that is when you gain weight because that happens any time of the year. And I feel like that is what has happened in quarantine is, yes, I'm not denying the fact that it is an incredibly stressful situation, but so many people are like, well, I'm just so stressed out. I'm just going to just going to eat this. Who cares? I'm not going to worry about it. And so it's the eating and drinking without regards to ourselves. And so I wanted to read a little scripture for you that is in, this is the message translation, Proverbs 23, verse 19 through 21. Oh, listen, dear child, become wise. Point your life in the right direction. Don't drink too much wine and get drunk. Don't eat too much food and get fat. Drunks and gluttons will end up on skid row in a stupor and dressed in rags. Now, I don't really think that we're going to end up in a stupor, like on Skid Row dressed in rags, but I do think that the reality in today's world is it's very easy to lean into wine, lean into food instead of leaning into God for support in these stressful and overwhelming times. And the food and the wine only creates that cycle where you then feel bad about yourself because you drank too much wine, you ate too many Christmas cookies, and now you feel bad. So then you just end up continuing the cycle because then you want to feel better. So to feel better, you eat more of the cookies and more of the wine. And that cycle is through what, through this holiday season, ends up causing the weight gain. That it's not about the holidays themselves. It's about this cycle of food and allowing ourselves to make poor choices for our health. I'm not saying you have to be perfect and you have to never eat Christmas cookies. I will be eating plenty of Christmas cookies this year and I will be drinking wine and I will be doing all the Christmas holiday Thanksgiving things and I will share that with you. And I think some people might say, well, it's disordered eating to pay that much attention to what you're eating. But that's ridiculous because think about it. When you have a budget for your household, 
for your family about where you're going to spend your money. No one calls it crazy when you down to the penny figure out where you're going to where all your money goes every month and where you're spending it and are those choices in line with your goals. So why does it become disordered eating when you are paying attention to what you eat and asking yourself is what I'm choosing to eat and drink in line with my goals for myself and my health. So just keep that in mind that it is okay to want to eat make better, healthier choices, and still enjoy the holidays, but not use the holidays as an excuse to eat and drink whatever you want for a month and a half. That will end up having you gain weight. And so you need to ask yourself, what do I want more? Do I want to use this coping as a way to numb myself through the holidays? Or do I want to find other ways like leaning to God to take care of my stress and overwhelm and set boundaries and take care of myself so I can enjoy the holidays I can't eat some yummy foods and have some drinks, but I'm not going to gain weight because I'm not going to do it the whole season. These are questions that only you can make this decision for yourself. And that decision is going to be best for you. I can guarantee though, I have not met one mom, one woman who ate and drank whatever she wanted through the whole holiday season and felt better about herself in the end. And that is because it has nothing to do with the weight on our body and it has nothing to do with the size of our clothes. What it has to do with is how we know we are treating our body and how you are, you know you are treating your body. When we take care of our bodies the way God intended, we're paying attention to what we eat and making sure that we are making choices that fuel our body. You have one body. It is a gift. We don't know when the gift will end, when our time on this earth will end. So treat it as that gift. And if you want to be healthy, the other piece of it is if you really want to keep your immune system healthy throughout the holiday season into the rest of winter, you really need to make healthy choices. If you're eating sugar and carbs and alcohol the whole time, you're crushing your immune system. And when January comes, your immune system's not going to be a good spot. Think about that side of it as well, that make sure that your choices that you're making 80 to 90% of the time. Remember, if we went ham on all those meals, it's only 7%. So if you can do 80 to 90% of the time that your choices are supporting your goals, where you wanna be with your health, your immune system strength, your weight, you will be in a great position to enjoy the holidays and not gain weight. So to recap, those three where boundaries are your best friend, make sure you take care of yourself, Don't give, give, give. Allow yourself to receive and enjoy the holidays without gaining weight. These three ways, if you can take those into account, I can pretty much guess that you will have a fantastic, joyful, peaceful filled holiday most of the time. I mean, we have kids. It can't always be peaceful. (laughs) But follow these three things. Feel more joy. Feel less stress, less overwhelm. You are not perfect. The holidays will not be perfect the way you envision it. So just take it as it comes. Enjoy the holidays God is giving you. Whether or not it's the one the one you dreamed of, you wished for, you thought would be. And just know that you are not alone. There are thousands, millions of moms all going through the same thing every holiday season. Whether that be disappointment, stress, sadness, anger guilt. We all have these feelings, but just know on the other side is we can after that feeling them saying, okay, I don't have to live, experience the rest of the holidays this way though. I can change the way I'm handling this. And there you have it. 
your three ways to enjoy the holidays so you don't get overwhelmed, you don't feel as much stress. And you can go through this season as crazy as it has been, ending the year on what I pray for you will be a peaceful and joyful and happy note, reflecting on all the blessings that you have been given. I hope that you think of three things today that you are thankful for, and tomorrow you realize all the blessings and all the things that you are so grateful for for in your life that will certainly help you de-stress. Have a great, happy Thanksgiving if you are celebrate it, and I will see you next week. And as always, if you love the show, please, 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 please give a five-star rating It would, and leave me a written review also. A written review helps other moms find out what the whole podcast is about and share it on Instagram. I'm at Kristen G. Faust. Make sure to tag me. I would love to reshare your stories and hear what you think about it. Always, I'm here for you and have a great day, mama. Bye.